It's time to jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the 80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me, as always, Frankie Vegas. Hey. And we are here to take you back, back to one of the greatest decades ever. So let's begin. Let's begin. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Golden 80s Podcast. Hi. Welcome back. You missed us. Uh, yes. <laughs> they did. I mean, you know, it's only been a week since they've heard us, so. Well, yeah. Well, they probably heard us today if they listened. You know. It's true. Did you all listen to the 82 Chicago Tylenol murders? We'd love to hear what you have to say. It's oh, the golden yeah. image eighties at gmail.com. Yeah, please. Always do we have any emails you want to read? I don't think so. Yeah. Do we have any? I think we got some from the call guys. Oh man. We do have one from the call guys, don't we probably ought to cover that, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is uh if you listen to um, the Call Guys episode, Babies Are on the Way, <laughs> um, you'll know that they went on hiatus uh, for three or four weeks while they had while they had children. Congratulations, Colton. Yes. Um, as, of, as of right now, uh, Chico is, well, as of this recording, there is uh, no little golden baby yet, so... Um, and if it happens while we're on the air, you'll see Jeremy heading out that door. Yeah, yeah. I got my phone right here. So he'll be like, well, Frankie, finish up, hit stop, and uh, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as of right now, uh, Colton and his wife uh, had a little baby girl. Um, uh, Josie is her name. Josie. She is fucking adorable. Thank God, looked like her mother. Thank <laughs> God. Oh, my God. We are so lucky that baby does not look anything like his like her dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, man. Congratulations, and uh, we're so happy for you. And one of these one of these uh, weekends, we're gonna get over there to meet that little girl. So, not sure when they've been kind of they've been kind of swamped with family and oh, I bet. everything I going bet. on. So, uh, yeah. Congratulations, and of course, you know, we're waiting for little baby Golden, so. Little baby Golden. Maybe by the time this comes out, there'll be a little baby Golden. Ah, maybe. Let's you hope. never know. Let's hope. Let's hope so. Anyway, uh, we did, so if you listen to that episode, they kind of went through the entire empire, and they emailed everybody in the empire, um, you know, whether it was Golden Image or United States Paranormal. Indiana Queen fans is what it fucking come across in the email. Um, but uh, we were responding to all emails. So here's our response to the one from the call guys. All right. And the title of it, of this is, I somehow got trapped in the Wayback Machine. <laughs> uh, Frankie Vegas and the Emperor. We love this pod and keep it going. Love the content. Feel like we did miss out by not being able to experience the 80s. Frankie Vegas, brother. (laughs) You take another idea from the call guys and we'll have a WrestleMania event coming your way. Tag team, cage match, money in the bank. We got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. Is that a is that a reference to Bonesaw, I think? Uh, I think from so. Spider-Man. Sounds I, I, like it. <laughs> but hey, bring it on. Yeah. Uh, listen, if you young bucks can can beat up on two old men, so be it. Yeah. <laughs> if it makes you feel better. <laughs> and hey. I don't think I'm feeling anything, but remember, imitation is the best form of flattery. It's true. It's very, very, very true. And uh, we've imitated the call guys quite a bit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Don't deny that. (laughs) Uh, It goes on to say, Emperor, suck it. (laughs) If you went and listened to all the other emails or read them, they all say, Emperor, suck it. Come on, man. Be original. Be something different in every email. Come on. Um, question of the, this is the PS. So it, 
they put a PS in all of these. They read all these emails on on their show, but yeah. they put a PS in, in every one of them that they didn't read. So here's the response for the PS. Um, question of the pod, 80s edition. Who's your favorite villain of the 80s? Mine is Hans Gruber. That's what the email says. So I'm pretty sure Colton wrote this email. So yeah. <laughs> His is Hans Gruber. Who's is your? Who are yours? Who's your favorite villain? Wow, it you know it is so hard. It's hard to go wrong with Hans. I mean, it's true. He was pretty great. Yeah, um, I, favorite '80s villain. I, boy, I I I don't know. I I would have to say that mine is probably, I mean, you know, taking out the sitcoms, you know, some of the mm-hmm. villains and. I mean, MacGyver, I can't remember what his main villain was, but that was always a good one. But um, taking away the sitcoms if we go to movies, I think the the best villain is Freddy Krueger. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was trying not to. I, I wanted to say Freddy Krueger, but I didn't. I was trying not to say Freddy Krueger for other reasons. <laughs> um, Would you find out more next week? What um, was that? Um <laughs> Favorite villain, Tipper Gore. Oh, <laughs> snap. Listen. Oh, going back, going back. That's <laughs> your favorite villain? No, my favorite <laughs> villain. <laughs> wow. If you could see the I complexity would, on Frankie's face right now. I'm just trying to think because I can't think of name. The The bad guy on Roadhouse, was that 80s? The Roadhouse um, 80s, was that 90s? I think 90s. it was the 80s. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. Um, you're talking about the one that uh, he ripped his throat out. No, not not the not the the older guy, the boss guy. Uh, I think he played by Ben Garza, and I can't think of what his name was on the movie. Roadhouse. Well, it's a it's a 1989 film. Yeah, so it's 80s. It counts. Uh, Ben Garza played Brad Wesley. Yeah, Brad yeah. Wesley. That's yep. my answer. There you go, Brad. Brad Wesley was the best. Uh, was the best villain. My favorite villain. Your he favorite didn't say villain. Best villain. Oh, he yeah. He said villain. favorite. He did say favorite. Um, what was uh, what was the guy that? Uh, it's not on this list right here. I've got to like take a deep dive apparently of uh, the guy that played uh, um, the bad guy. Uh, the one that he ripped his throat out. Who was that? That was. Uh... Oh, I can't remember. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of what his name is. Now I gotta look it up because well, um, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, played by Marshall Teague. Yeah, there it is. And uh, you know, you're looking at pictures, and I'm like, there's not these. Yeah. They, uh, they show like older pictures, but yeah. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. Doing some of this research, you find out some pretty bizarre things. Like I can't wait to talk about our next episode and one of the actors who was in. Uh, who's in the movie we're going to talk about. I'm like, no shit. Totally, totally went right over my head. But, you know, you look at some of these old movies, like, you know, Terry Funk was in Roadhouse. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew, I know the character, but I never really, it didn't dawn on me that was Terry Funk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great, that's one of my favorite movies. It is a great fucking movie. Roadhouse. It's a great movie. Looking over some of these names to see if I know any more anybody else in it. Patrick Swayze. You know, I'd heard of that guy. Um, he did some dance movie or something, yeah, didn't he? I can't I quite so. put my finger on it. Something I can't. I don't. I don't think it was a big hit or anything. No, no, no. It wasn't. It was. It was. Yeah, it was like a B movie or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I lost all. I lost all respect for Swayze when he did Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he had a three-way with Whoopi, man. I know, and that's why I lost respect. (laughs) Uh, No, no to Whoopi. And not the Whoopi you want to think about. I'm talking about that Whoopi. Man, that'll get, cancel culture is coming at me now. It's like, why the fuck were you dissing on Whoopi? Because she needs to be dissed on. Why are we off the air? (laughs) (laughs) It's a fucking whole place to shut down. Uh, so anyways there you go call guys there's your response um 
You know, Freddy Krueger and Brad Wesley. Brad Wesley. From the, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street and Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Can't go wrong. All right, Frankie, what do you got for me? Oh, for the question of the pod, 80s edition. edition. Didn't we just do that? I feel like we did, yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, um, you know, once again, we're going to stick with the Halloween theme. Mm. What is the best Halloween costume you have ever had? That I've ever had? Yeah, that you ever met or came up with or bought. Oh, wow. Buck Rogers in the 21st century. I had the jumpsuit. I mean, I was young. Oh, I was young, young. But I had the Buck Rogers jumpsuit that he wore in uh, wore in that show. That's still one that I remember. Nice. That's the one I remember that I, you know, that I love so much that I remember it. You know, I think all the other years I went like, I think I had like a football helmet and some pads. I went as a football player and, you know, just stupid shit yeah. like that. You know, it wasn't uh, any, I never went as anything exciting except when I went as Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. However... However. When I was in, I think I was in sixth grade, we used to have this thing called ACES, and I don't even remember what it stand for, but yeah, it was I, like a special thing that we yeah. did, lots of stuff. Uh, so one year we actually um, dressed up for Halloween and went and did Halloween carols in the in the cafeteria, and I dressed up like Twisted Sister's Sister. Nice. Yeah. I like that. It was fun. But, yeah, Buck Rogers is still probably my all-time favorite. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Actually, my favorite costume I ever did was when I was a teenager. I did a pirate thing, but I looked like Jack Sparrow before Jack, Jack Sparrow. Sparrow did. You know? <laughs> so I was pretty proud of that. And, you know, part of the uh, – there's no pictures anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the great thing about living in the 80s. There's no proof there's of anything There's no proof of anything we did. <laughs> Yeah, no social media, <laughs> no cloud. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so nothing can be traced back. <laughs> Thank God. Yes, but yeah, that's my favorite. I and then what? But this, I did my twenties. I did dress up as a woman one year, and I'm not a good-looking woman, so you know. You know. Uh, but I did win. I did win the costume contest that year at the bar. Well, that and what did you win? A bottle of cheap wine. Oh. Well, oh, that sucks. <laughs> that was nasty. It wasn't even good wine, man. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, do... Oh, we do have another... Uh, we do have another email. Oh. Well. I, I'm, I forgot about this, and I meant to reply. It looks like you... Did you, re, did you no, reply? you replied. Oh, I did reply. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Jeremy. <laughs> All right, so... we just joking about being old and forgetting oh shit? God. <laughs> anyway. What day is it? <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Uh, listen, I apologize. I do have a second email. If you Go have a minute. It. Do we have a minute? We have a minute. We already did the question of the you pod. got the Chiefs game tonight. So. I know, right? Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs and the Broncos. And I'm not there. And you're not and there. And it's in Arrowhead. Oh. What Chico is it? there? Huh? Chico there? No, no. God, no. No, no. This is way too close to due date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was there. thinking. I was about ready to give him hell if he wanted. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, that Bears game that they went to was way too close as it was. She was like, listen. He's like, no, there's weeks in between. You'll be fine. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyways, this comes from, uh, this, this email comes from Lance. Uh, it says, what's up, Golden Jay? There's no Frankie. There's no Frankie in there. I know. That's why when I told you we had it, it was for you. <laughs> uh, I've been listening since day one of United States Paranormal and haven't found one episode I couldn't couldn't listen to multiple times. Went to Atwood with Logan before he and his family moved to Germany. So I've been, I've known him for a long time. That being said, being the same age as him... I still love all things 80 and like to think think of myself as being born in the wrong decade. Most of my music and film preferences seem to be in the 80s, hair and slashers. I'm excited you started another pod focusing on such a great decade. I listen to 40 hours of pods a week and yours taking up at least five of them. I'm hoping you guys use the spooky season to talk about at least one 
of the two great franchises of the decade, even if they didn't start in the 80s, those being Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. I've seen every movie and documentary with anything to do with them multiple times and being a movie buff, watch everything I can. I own multiple silent films in the genre and would love to hear your take on them. And even if you needed a researcher to help with any of the info in the future would be honored to help in any way. Please keep, keep up the great work and hope to hear back and work with you in the future. Rock on. Uh, P.S. Dawkins Dream Warriors is the greatest movie-related song and music video. Also, the first music video tagged at the end of a VHS cassette. And that's from Lance, the, the uh, two-sop junkie. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Lance. I did email him back. I said I'd love to uh, get in to talk to him about uh, some of the silent films that he's talking about. Uh, I always find silent films to be interesting. There's a, they're a little bit different. You try to follow through. You know, yeah. you've got to pay. Never watched one. You got to pay really close attention to everything going on. <laughs> I'm not much of a reader. I don't like closed captions on mine. But you know, a lot of the silent films would pop up a dialogue that you had to mm. read really quick. But um, you know, I, I enjoy a good silent film. You just kind of don't have to don't have to do anything. You don't have to listen or anything. Mm. You just got to pay attention. Well, I think the closest I've came to that is The Passion of the Christ, which was all in Hebrew or whatever the language they used in the movie, and it was all subtitled at the bottom. But it was so weird because it was such a great movie and it drew you in mm-hmm. that it was like you weren't even reading it, you know? Right. Yeah. It, I, I don't know if you've ever seen it or not. Never seen it. It was yeah. it was trendy and all that, and I never watched it, so yeah. uh, it just wasn't my thing. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody was like, oh, you got to see this. You got to see this. And I just never took the time to, to watch it. So I don't know. Weird. Mm-hmm. But Good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a time machine and travel back. I'll see the whole thing in person. There you go. There you go. There you go. And probably understand as much of it as I, as I watched the movie. Probably. <laughs> But anyways, Lance, thanks for the thanks for the email. Yeah, uh, I have not heard back from you. I did reply. Uh, obviously, I replied because you know Frankie just told me I did, and 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 looking at it, and yeah, there it is. But uh, um, yeah, hit me back. Let me know. Uh, I'm definitely interested in knowing some of the uh, um, ideas of uh, silent films. I would definitely look yeah. into that. So, all right, all right. Are we ready to get into today's uh, episode? Oh, yes. Are you sure? I am positive. 100% you wouldn't lie to me. I would not lie to you. All right. You uh, Are you fully prepared for this one? No, I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... I did do some research, but I, it's still a lot more in my brain of stuff that I know, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see where you want to go with this. So, Oh, well... I mean, this is more your realm than mine, but yeah, whatever you want to do. Listen, listen, we all know that this is right down your sub alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the alley where all the back or backdoor deals are happening. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Born December 3rd, 1948, this English singer, songwriter, and television personality rose to stardom as the lead vocalist of heavy metal of the heavy metal band Black Sabbath. After his release from the band in 1979, he embarked on his solo career and in 1980 released his first solo album, Blizzard of Oz. Since then, he has had 13 studio albums and has brought us some of the greatest guitar talent of all time, including Randy Rhodes, Jakey Lee, and Zach Wilde. Today, we are going to talk about the Prince of Darkness himself. Not Colton. (laughs) (laughs) Colton's the Prince of Darkness? (laughs) He just thinks he's the prince. The prince of darkness himself. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy. The Oz man. 
Wait for the dog to come running I know, in. right? Yeah, he's like, rrr, 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 you call me? Ho, 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 ho. For those of you who don't know, that's the name of Golden Jane Dog. It's Ozzie. true. Ozzy. Yeah, he's pretty badass, too. Yeah. He might be the Prince of P. <laughs> Prince of P. <laughs> hey, yeah. listen, I don't know. He pees a lot. That's all I have to say. Yeah, Ozzy. Uh, <laughs> man, this guy, I don't. I don't know how long we can go on this, but I think we could probably make this like a three-part or a mini-series <laughs> because, wow. Yeah, we could do like we could do like uh, Ozzy in the 70s, Ozzy in the 80s, Ozzy in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, he's still relevant, you know. <laughs> That's the problem. It's 2023, and the guy is still out there doing shit. Mm-hmm. And he, like I said, they, I mean, in the 70s, uh, Let's see. Uh, they did. Was it the first one? Um, the first album, what, 1970, would never say die? No. No, it, no, no, no. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Sorry. Yeah. I read 79 was the last one he did. And, as a, and that no. was Never Say Die? Yeah. Or was there another one after that? Uh, well, there was one after a reunion tour, but the last one before, right. before he, he got kicked, kicked out. Kicked out and did his solo thing. Yeah. Listen, just so you know. He got fired from Black Sabbath. Yes. And I found this interesting even back in the 80s. I'm like, what the fuck? How do you fire the founding member of this fucking band? And But, you know, his drugs and alcohol abuse just got to be too much for them to fucking deal with. And, and you know, uh, Tony had this thing for a little guy called Ronnie. Ronnie. And, Ronnie. <laughs> and uh, I mean, seriously, <laughs> You know, as much drugs and alcohol as Ozzy's put in his system, and he's still kicking and going. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of pickled him. <laughs> he's got he's got Keith Richards syndrome. He's already embalmed himself. <laughs> oh, terrible, no. terrible, terrible. You know that kind of going back to you know, you know Black Sabbath. You know them guy and kicking him out. You know. Now I got these guys that do just as much drugs and alcohol as I do telling me I got to get kicked out of the band because... I do too much drugs and alcohol. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just like, you know, Steven Adler getting kicked out of Guns N' Roses because a guy named Axel and a guy named Slash telling me my drug problem too intense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's very, very true. Very true. Uh, so in 19... Since we're going to focus on the 80s, 80s yeah. Ozzy. Yeah. So in 1980, um, he releases uh, Blizzard of Oz. Yeah. And if anybody's never heard this album, shame on you. Yeah. What a great album. Yeah. See, here's the thing, though, is I really wasn't an Ozzy. I mean, I knew some of his stuff, you know, but I, I wasn't... I knew more of his Black Sabbath. Right. I wasn't really into him at the... Solo artist. Solo artist until Crazy Babies. Oh, you, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. rest for the wicked, no. baby. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Then I was just like, and then I, I found Ozzy. And I'm like, oh, my God. I found him. And I think why I think why I went drawn to No Rest for the Wicked mm-hmm. was Zach motherfucking wild. Oh, motherfucking <laughs> wild. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Because you listen, hear those opening licks listen, on Crazy Babies and listen, Miracle Man. Those are just epic. Listen. <laughs> Zach Wild, a great guitar player. Yes. Was a Randy Rose clone. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, duh. <laughs> I think he'll even attest they, to that. I, I don't think there are people going around saying, oh, was he? I didn't know <laughs> I that. I did not know that. Um <laughs> You know, with the Blizzard of Oz brought in, you know, Randy Rhodes, probably one of the most prolific. I mean, it's it's interesting to go back because I read the book. It was called uh, uh, The Life of Randy Rhodes. It was called Crazy Train was the name of the book. And it was basically about Randy and everything that he had gone through to get where he was at and how he he didn't really enjoy you know, being out on the road, he was, he was the guy that really wanted to stay home and just play his guitar. And, and I mean, this is the guy that would, you know, call ahead of time. Well, we're going to be in Kansas city this weekend, or we're going to be in Seattle this weekend or wherever and set up giving guitar lessons and taking guitar lessons and learning. And he was constantly, you know, uh, just absorbing all that. 
And that's why you got what you got with Blizzard of Oz and some of the guitar riffs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be 100% honest, if you ever listen to Quiet Riot, the Randy Rhodes years, when they released that album, um, there are a lot of pieces in some of the old Quiet Riot songs that turned out to be Ozzy songs. Mm-hmm. Suicide Solution is one of them. Yeah. You know, that riff is in one of the one of the songs that um, uh, that was an early Quiet Riot riff. Yeah. So that being said, you know, we get into Blizzard of Oz. Ozzy's found Randy in one of the weirdest uh, uh, auditions to ever uh, take place. You know, uh, they'd been through 100 guitar players and... Randy comes in and starts tuning. And Ozzy's like, "Oh, good. that's the one right there." Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, you're drunk. Yes, I am. Sharon, Sharon. And of course, you know we, uh, you know, I don't want to spend too much more time on Randy. I think Randy was yeah. was yeah, great. Randy but... is arguably one of the greatest guitarists ever. Uh, you yeah. Know, uh, I mean, I'm a Jimmy Page guy myself, but that. Another time. But, you know, he took so much second fiddle to Eddie Van Halen in the early 80s because Eddie had just come out and, you know, they just released, uh, you know, the the um, the self-titled album. And Eddie was still doing a lot of that, uh, you know, um, some of the new techniques that he was coming up with. Yeah. And and Randy was always, even at that time, was second fiddle to Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, which, you know, and I, nothing, not to get onto an Eddie Van Halen thing, great guitarist, no doubt. I don't think he's as great as a lot of people make him out to be. That's think, just my opinion. He was innovative. I mean, yeah. he, I mean, he definitely brought in some new, new styles along, you know, in the early 80s. Oh, yeah. And a lot of guys, a lot of guys followed him in, oh, yeah. in the way that he plays. But, you know, dime bag, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, you can name uh, I can name you a hundred guitar players that uh, Jeremy Golden. No, nah, I was never I was never that Eddie Van Halen fan. That was uh, my buddy Craig. Yeah. He was the Eddie Van Halen guy. That you know, that's all he wanted to do was you know learn to play Eddie stuff. But you know, mine was mine truly was Randy Rhodes. I was a Randy Rhodes guy, and it's terrible that uh, that he's not with us anymore. Oh yeah. I mean, at least with Eddie, you've got years and years of music to come out, you know, from Van Halen's 1984 up to uh, whatever the last album Sammy did with them, because that was the last good piece of <laughs> material that they ever put out. Mm-hmm. And well, so at least Van you got Halen more stuff. and then they're Van Hagar. They're yeah. Two different bands. And listen, care. that <laughs> is the age old argument right mm-hmm. there. Which one is better? Was it Hagar or Halen? Oh, Frankie's going to answer. Which did you like better? For me personally, yeah, Halen. You you like David Lee Roth better? David Lee Roth, yeah. Right on. Hagar, I they did great stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I I like the old stuff better. I I guess I'm gonna have to. I, I'll, I'm gonna go the other side. I think that uh, that uh, Van Halen, Van Hagar, so to speak, was uh, was. Yeah, and then Frankie's leaving. He's like, fuck you, I'm out of here. You motherfucker, I'm done with you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just like the, I don't, I like, I mean, don't get me wrong. You, you know, the Panama and Jump and, and uh, you know, um, the ice, teacher. ice Cream Man. Uh-huh. No, wait, wait. That was that was just regular David Lee Roth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a different. Okay, we need to get back <laughs> yeah, to Ozzy. We're going back to Ozzy. <laughs> Somehow we got on a really weird venture on the, in a different direction, but but anyway. So we talk about Ozzy. We talk about Randy. Well, Ozzy had actually met his now wife Sharon, who was his was it was it manager was manager? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah. It was it David Arden? Yeah. Um, yeah. I know I read it. Yeah, it was her dad. It. Yeah. Because he was managing Black Sabbath at the same time. Yeah, well, I mean, they they started off and then they they ended up deciding to sign with him. Yeah, Don and, Arden. What is Don? Don. Arden. There you go. They decided to, to sign with him, 
And Ozzy's like one of the best things with ever signing with him was that he got to see Sharon a lot yeah. more because she was like working as his receptionist or whatever. Yeah. But uh, of course, you know, as uh, as as it moved on, you know, they started kind of hanging out. They kind of started dating, and then when Ozzy got kicked out, Sharon decided that she could manage Ozzy in his career in his solo career, yeah. and. I guess one of the toughest things in the world was telling her dad that she was going to be his new manager for the solo career. And yeah. I don't know that I think I can think it cut ties with a that a little bit. Yeah. yeah I think that. they made up though. They made up. And oh, the, I'm sure they did eventually. Yeah. But, but yeah. The, uh, hey, I'm going to tell you what, probably one of the best decisions Ozzy Osbourne's ever made oh, was yeah. to uh, just, uh, you know, <laughs> hang his placard around her neck and oh, say, yeah. you're mine, here we go. Yeah, you know, it's funny because, you know, especially back in the 80s and stuff, and you look at Sharon and you look at Ozzy, that does not look like a couple mm-hmm. that you would have put together. Now they look good together, but back yeah. then, it was like, no shit, really. Yeah. You know, you're expecting some, you know, Ozzy, the big rock star to be with some stupid blonde, right, bimbo-looking right. girl. No, nope. she was like a little church, play, like church going old lady looking type person, you know. Yeah, she wasn't an old lady, but no, you know. no, but you know what he's saying. Yeah, you know, and so I was like, back then, the first time I seen her, I was like, really? Yeah. Yeah, but hey. Well, mm-hmm. I I didn't really, uh, you know, uh, I didn't really pay that close of attention to the uh, the other side of the music business when, when I was listening to him when I was growing up. Well, you know I didn't see an so interview. Never, they yeah. had her on some show doing an interview. Right. And, you know, I was like, oh, that's Ozzy's wife? Right. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so Sharon now takes control of Ozzy's solo career, and uh, they do Blizzard of Oz, and it worked. It went very well, and so then they recorded Diary of Madman. Um, do we know what year Diary came out? Diary, that came out. Oh, man, that album had such great... I mean, if you don't know even just the song Diary of a Madman, you know, oh, what a great fucking song. I'm looking. Diary of Madman. 82, I think. You think it was 82? Something like I think it was like, yeah. Listen, my thing doesn't show here. Dun, 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 dun. No, released in October of 1981. Oh, my bad, my bad. Being oh, the, they were on the tour for 82. Okay. Yeah, that was we'll March in, of 82. Yeah, we'll get on. We'll, we'll get talk on. about that here in a minute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Dire Madman comes out in October of 81. Um, for those of you that give a shit, it was re-released on CD in August of 1995. Because <laughs> you could only get it on cassette back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Seemed like. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they had some 8-tracks or vinyl. I was like, I'm, I'm going to think if I've ever seen it on 8-track. I'm sure it was on vinyl. Oh, it has to have been, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um... Give you a Dire Man Man Believer, You Can't Kill Rock and Roll, Flying High Again. Well, Flying uh, High Again, man, that's a great song. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, exactly. Um, but just some unbelievable songs on there. They go back out on tour for Dire Madman, March 1982, March 19th, 1982. Um, the band was in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I still don't understand the whole the whole synopsis of the thing. The the Ozzy's bus driver also had a could also fly a plane, but they were where they were stopped. They had access to a plane, mm-hmm. which still doesn't make any sense. Like it's almost like they were at some farmer's house stopped alongside the road when they saw the plane or and they, I don't even I, it's, something, I, I, it's, I can't, it's they, weird I they were even. somewhere where like you said they had access to the plane yeah so and uh, so Ozzy and uh, was it the um, the uh, damn what was the girl's name uh, uh, 
Yeah. Rachel Rachel Youngblood. There you go. And she was there. Costume and makeup designer. That's yeah. That's I couldn't spit out the word costume. Costume. Yeah, that's terrible. But uh, uh, he talks him into uh, getting on the plane and taking a ride with him, and him and uh, her and Randy Rhodes. Yeah. So they get on the plane, and uh, he decides that it'd be a cool idea to buzz the buses. Well, apparently he wasn't as good a fucking pilot as he thought he was. He clipped the back of the bus with the wing. And put the plane into the barn. Yeah. Killing all three of them in that plane crash. Yeah. And I had seen where, you know, Ozzy was asleep at the time on the bus. Yes. Yeah, him and Sharon were asleep. And I remember watching a thing with Ozzy, and he was saying, it's a good thing he was asleep because he'd have probably been on the fucking wing. <laughs> That's what he takes. I'd have been on the fucking wing. <laughs> he probably would have been. <laughs> so yeah, uh, March nineteenth, nineteen eighty-two. Uh, one of the greatest guitar players to ever to ever grace the stage is killed in a plane crash in Florida. And yeah, yeah, I, I might have been broken a little bit at that point. Yeah, that that was yeah that was a loss, you know. Music lost somebody that would, I can't even fathom what he probably would have done had he lived, you know. Yeah. The thing to. Oh, my God. It would have been amazing. Mm -hmm. It would have been amazing. So, obviously, we take a short uh, tour break. They canceled some shows. Um you know, I think another really important thing to say was, you know, uh, Tommy Aldridge and Rudy Sarzo were also in the band at that time. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Aldridge probably being top five drummers of all time. I mean, I can think of a couple of them that might give him a run. Neil Pert, you know, might be one of those, mm-hmm. you know, but whatever. Tommy was an amazing drummer. Sarzo's been in bands. If you don't know who Rudy Sarzo is, then shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> currently in Quiet Riot. Currently the only member, uh, or only, only original member. member. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they did go back out on tour taking um, Brad Gillis from Night Ranger to fill in Randy's spot. And, you know, I don't know about you. Uh, Brad Gillis stepped up. Yeah, and he filled those shoes pretty damn good. He did. He did. And let me tell you, that was not an easy thing. Oh, not wow. only because, you know, you're taking the spot of somebody that was uh, very well liked and and respected, but could play like a motherfucker. And he come in there and did an amazing job uh, and finished off that tour. And you know, there you go. Where you know now what? Now where do we go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you don't replace Randy Road. You just move on, right? I mean, you can't replace him. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. You, it can't be done. No. So, um, I guess, uh, th- did they just take some time off? Oh, no. no. Yeah. They didn't take much time off because... They did a live album. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever actually heard that live album. Yeah. Cause Brad Gillis did the live album for him. Right on. That was him. Um. He actually, uh, they released uh, 1983, they released uh, the record Bark at the Moon with uh, guitar player Jake E. Lee. Yeah. But not a bad guitar player in his own right. Oh, my God. What an amazing guy. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. pretty amazing. Did you ever uh, listen to his band after he left there called Badlands? Oh, yeah. i seen him in concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did? Yeah. Who'd they open for? Uh, Great White and Tesla. Uh, I was at that show. Yeah. <laughs> that was the whole reason I went went to see Jackie Lee. Pretty but then scary. Then I became a Tesla fan because I thought they were just awesome. I loved Great White at the time. Oh, and I like Great White. Badlands too. was definitely a bonus. Um, mm. And then, of course, yeah, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. Once I saw Tesla and and what they did on stage was like holy shit. That's uh, yeah, they're pretty amazing. So I become a Tesla fan too, but not nearly as what I was as far as Great White, yeah. but. Yeah, uh, 
anyway, so they released Bark at the Moon in 83 and follow that up with The Ultimate Sin in 86. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I've listened to a lot of music in my years. Blizzard of Oz, Diary of Madman, Bark at the Moon, and The Ultimate Sin has got to be the best bookend set of fucking albums that you could ever possibly imagine. I mean, there wasn't... There wasn't crap on these things. This were good songs all the way through, all four of those albums. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you, yeah, there's, like, no, yeah, there's, no, there's no more. You can't say any more, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ozzy, he, I, I don't, I don't know how to say it. I mean, he just is amazing. I don't know if it was, I can't remember who it was that just said it. Oh, who was it? Somebody in a, one of the hair bands said that oh, Ozzy's not a great singer. He was just surrounded by great musicians, which is that's not a lie. But Ozzy is still, without his vocal to those songs, uh-huh. they're not the same. No, 100%. Ozzy is Ozzy. I mean, mm. you know, you're going to get from him what you get. And, uh, you know, I mean, his vocals are not bad. They're not like he's not like a horrible singer, just, you know. Made famous by great guitar players. Yeah. I mean, he, he can actually sing. Yeah. I mean, you can't understand him when he talks no, regularly. No, but I when mean. he sings, it's like, <laughs> Ozzy, just go ahead and sing to me so I know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> uh, 86's Ultimate Sin was uh, uh, also included, you know, besides Jake, it included uh, uh, Phil uh, Sorison and uh, Randy Castillo. And let me tell you, man, Randy uh, was a pretty amazing drummer in his own right. Um, another one we lost way too early. He passed away back in uh, 2002, I believe, is what I read. He was one of those drummers I really, really enjoyed. So just wanted to throw that out there. So uh, meanwhile, in 1987, he releases he, uh, the anniversary it was on the anniversary of Randy's death. They released the tribute album, mm-hmm. but not before him and Jakey e. Lee parted ways. True, true. Yeah, you know that's got to be a rough road to handle with Ozzy. You know, with all the drugs and the alcohol and mm-hmm. and you know all the shit that he's done. And well, from what I've heard, because how close he went to Randy, it's hard to be. Ozzy and guitarist. I can see that. Yeah. yeah, you know they. I've. I think every one of them has said he's can be difficult. They love him, but he's difficult to work with. Right. You know. I can totally see that. Well, going back to Crazy Train book, when Randy told because Randy was leaving after the uh, Diary of Mad Men tour. When it was done, he was going back to uh, going back to teaching. And, and he wanted to study. He wanted to study classical music, but he was yeah. going back to his mom's musical uh, school to teach. Yeah. And uh, when he told him, Ozzy punched him in the face. I mean, you know, that's then you know the that's the reaction he got from him was you know he didn't be like, well, wait, wait, can I talk you out of this? No, he just fucking stands up and punches mm-hmm. him in the face. And that's how Ozzy was to work with. Yeah, and that but that was Randy's passion. Though. His passion was teaching. I mean, he loved to play. Right. But his passion was teaching. Absolutely, yeah. And learning. Yep. So let me ask you this. Okay. When did Ozzy bite the head off of a bat? He did that, oh, what year was it? It was at a concert and I think, I want to say Iowa. <laughs> of all places somebody i mean but that wasn't the first time he bit the head off an animal though. no no when he when he <laughs> when they were doing the introductory at the record company in 1980 uh-huh he was going to release some pigeons as a peace symbol dubs it was dubs 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 pigeons, dubs same dubs thing. they're different they're dubs they're but different anyway they're birds but they're different frankie but he was so messed up on drugs that he grabbed grabbed a live dove and bit the head off and bit the head out. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, there are actual pictures of that with the dub's head laying on the table right in front of like the A and R director or whoever she was, <laughs> and just her in <laughs> fucking complete horror. <laughs> you know what? I can't believe Sharon seeing that and goes, "I love that." Man. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta kiss him later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, once again, fucked up on drugs, and you know, well, the dubs were in his coat, wasn't it? When he was like, something come like out, that, yeah. he lifted it up, and one of them just jumped on the table, and he just grabbed it and fucking bit its head off. I'm trying to find the year of the bat. The year of the bat. Well, according to legend, and I, you know, I don't have this written out in front of me, but according to legend, um, got it. You got it. Yeah. So okay, hit me with it. Okay, on January 20th, 1982, Osborne bit the head off a bat that he thought was a rubber bat. Yes. Because they were playing at the Veteran Memorial Auditorium in Des Moines, Iowa. All right. Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. Say I say that right. A uh, 17-year-old kid, his uh, name was Mark Neal, he said it was dead, and he threw it up on stage. Uh huh. Oddly, thought it was a a prop. A, a prop. Yeah. So he picked it up, bit the head off, and like, oh crap, this is a live <laughs> a live bat, and it bit him. Uh huh. And well, yeah, wouldn't you bite him if you were biting? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you bite uh, so, back? Yeah. So Ozzy got to go under. Had to get rabies, get treated for rabies. Yeah. I don't know that he actually got rabies. No. But he had to go through the yeah protocol of making sure he did it again yes which from what i've understood is not a pleasant no because that's like a i don't know how what 80 some shots in your belly or some yeah, shit something like, like that, that you know. i'm sure that they've come up with some sort of new new thing now where it's not quite as bad but yeah <laughs> but yeah oh uh, the prince of darkness getting shots in his belly because uh yeah. Yeah, in, two, in 2019, Osborne commemorated the 37th anniversary of that by offering an Ozzy plush bat toy <laughs> mm-hmm. with a detachable head. Oh, well, yeah, it's got to have a detachable head. <laughs> and it's for sale on a personal web store. <laughs> it's probably, is it still there? I don't know. It said the first. The first batch sold out within hours. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. I don't know if there's more on there now. I have to go check that out. I'm going to have to purchase one. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Put that up in the studio here. Yeah, there you go. Just hang in there. <laughs> um, I don't even know what year I'm looking here because I want to stop when we hit the end of the 80s. But uh, yeah. uh, No Rest for the Wicked came out. And Yeah. That is, uh, there you go, September of 88 is when No Rest for the Wicked came out. And that's your album. That's That's your favorite. I love that album. Yeah. Crazy Baby. That was like my, that's like I walked into a room. That was the song that was playing. Right. You know. Um, Wow. It's been a while since I've listened to this album. That's just a song I think every cover band should play, you know. Crazy. And they don't. <laughs> I've never heard a band baby. play it. No, nah, I've never heard a band play it either. Um, so this album was the debut for Zach Wild. Zach motherfucking Wild. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this was the debut for Zach motherfucking Wild. <laughs> um, who honestly was probably the closest in uh, similarity to Randy. I mean, as far as his playing style and his sound. But, you know, as as many went on to say, that was uh, who his main influence was, was Randy Rose. Yeah. And that's, he had, he knew everything he did. Um, so listen, uh, No no Rest for the Wicked included Miracle Man, which I do believe was based on... Uh, Jimmy Swagger. Yeah. I believe. Which we talked about in the uh, Jim, Jim Baker episode. Jim Baker, yeah. It uh, might have been both... It, it might have been. Might have been on both uh, of them. I don't know. Devil's Daughter, Crazy Babies, Breaking All the Rules, one of my favorites, Blood Bath in Paradise. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, Tattooed Dancer, Fire in the Sky, Demon Alcohol. Oh, such good music. 
That, that just like I think that's the best Ozzy. Stack another album on that bookend right there. Boom! Now we got five albums. Yeah. You can't fucking go wrong with this. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Yeah, you get into the '90s, you get some other good shit too. You do. You do. Know? You do. I mean, but we're not going to get into the '90s. We're not. We're going to stop right there and yeah. uh, and just discuss the the listen. You know, we're using Ozzy for Halloween because Ozzy is the Prince of Darkness. And his early stuff, a lot of a lot of rotation around whether he was a satanic worshiper and and, if Frankie's eyes are in the back of his head like whatever. What well what's your feeling on that? He is a known practicing member of the Church of England. (laughs) (laughs) He prayed before every show. Yeah. He's not a Satanist. I I love you, Ozzy. You're not smart enough to be a Satanist. I mean, (laughs) you're not that smart to purposely. (laughs) Listen, uh, he's smart enough to stick a pentagram on his. uh... How much is that? Is that him? Though? It's it's well. Let's face it. It's all pretty much uh, uh, props to to sell albums and get people oh, talking yeah. about him. It's all about it's all about promotion. You know, we've talked about this many times. You know, Miley Cyrus going from a fucking Disney a Disney princess to to what she is today had to have shit thrown out there so that people would talk about it and and get her break free from that. Mm-hmm. You know, he had to break free from black Sabbath. You know, why not throw a little yeah. fucking stuff in there? That'll get people talking about him and going out and buying the albums. Yeah, I want to talk about Miley now. I love me some Miley. Oh, I, don't get me wrong, man. I love Miley. I, I, I fucking listen I'd fight, to Miley I'd, fight, I'd fight Chico for <laughs> <laughs> You hear that Chico? <laughs> Frankie says, not up. You guys are going, th- you guys are going toe to toe. <laughs> in a what is it battle in the uh, battle what was it? I don't even remember what fucking Colton said it's a, it's going to be a royal rumble I'm a sure royal rumble <laughs> um, but yeah I mean he done all this stuff as kind of promo to get people fucking talking about him and you know that's hence where the Prince of Darkness name comes yeah. from is is that everybody was so focused in that he was a devil devil worshipper that you know he just played into it. He oh, steered yeah. into it. He steered into it. And I would have done the exact oh, same yeah. thing. If they're going to make you money, you do it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You know, that's but, just... you know, is can you can you handle that burden on your shoulders is then becomes another question because you will get beat up. You will get talked negatively about. And can you can you handle it and get through it? And obviously 2023 Ozzy Osbourne is still fucking relevant. I believe he's recording another album and going to go out on tour. No, he is not. Yes, he is. Really? Yes. There's no way. Yeah, it's in my notes. No shit. Yeah. Who's he recording? Who's the guitar? Is Zach back? I was going to ask that. Well, the thing I had read, that he kind of steered away from Zach because he said the last time they got together, everything sounded like Black Label Society. Well, I can only imagine that that would be where... And that's not Ozzy's, I guess. Yeah. He well, he go. worked with um, shit. What is that guy's name? Uh, an amazing guitar player. It's a single word. He's gonna. He's you know. He thinks he's fucking, um, you know, Oprah or Beyonce or. Yeah. I can't think of what his fucking <laughs> yeah, name is. Yeah, I can't is. think. I know. I love him. Don't get me wrong. He's an amazing guitar player, and uh, I'm just drawing a blank. I'm hoping it would just show up in my notes here. Um. What was his fucking name? But he, I think the last album he worked with him. Yeah, I can't remember. I didn't go that far into it, really. Well, I wasn't really planning to go in that deep, but uh, what? What? Ah, uh, what? 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 <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so, okay, so here it is. It is Andrew Watt. It just goes. He just basically goes by Watt. Everybody knows him by that. An amazing guitar player. Worked with Ozzy and Post Malone on the big hit that they had with. Uh, uh, I can't even remember what the name of it is, but it was a great fucking song. They played it. Uh, Take what you want. Take what you want is the name of the song. Um, 
but yeah, just uh, Watt is a great guitar player. If you ever get a chance to listen to some of his uh, solo stuff, oh got a cramp. <laughs> but if you get a chance to listen to Watt, go check him out. His solo stuff is pretty amazing. Uh, I love some of his shit, and his work with Post Malone is is pretty amazing too. So, yeah. I, I I believe that's who he worked with on the last album. So maybe that's what they're at back out to now. So, uh, but yeah, I could totally see where you know, you know, working with Zach and who's who's basically his passion is now Black Label Society because that's his band and. Um, well, that's you. The current members are still Zach Wild. Right on. Yeah. Okay. I can, I mean, okay. I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's the tale of Ozzy Osbourne. Um, you know, I think a bigger rise to fame. I mean, you know, the guy was already huge. He's already worth $100 million easy. Uh, and then they get into this fucking TV show. You know, later on, oh the Osborne. That show was hilarious. Oh my god, we spent hours walking. Oh, I'm fucking. Are you fucking burrito? Are you fucking burrito? Is fucking get all those fucking houses? I'm the prince of fucking darkness. <laughs> and of course, now you know uh, uh, they've got a few paranormal shows out there. Uh, actually, just uh, this side note is I just watched one. Um, last night with Bobby with Jack and he actually took Sharon into a haunted house. Yeah. They had to call the ambulance cause she went comatose and, uh, yeah, they think maybe she got possessed, but you know, that could be all fucking Hollywood for all I know. But uh, I, I mean, I just don't know, but it oh. was, uh, you know, that's what they're doing now and they're still making money. They're still making money hand over fist. So. Yeah, you can't you can't tell me what he did was wrong. <laughs> you can't tell me what she did was wrong. No, absolutely so, not. And you know, and for the most part, for the most part in his entire career, I mean, besides the the bat, mm -hmm. the bat has always been kind of the big thing. He has really kept his nose clean. He's never done really? anything overly controversial. Oh, he pissed on the Alamo. Oh well, yeah, that got him banned, but they let him back in yeah, eventually. Back in, yeah, they yeah. they eventually. He just didn't realize it was the fucking album. It's just the fucking album. <laughs> the fucking go piss on the fucking building over here because I'm fucking taking piss and it's fucking Alamo. Hey, oh, speaking of piss, I got to take another one. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode, I know. Every damn episode. But anyways, so so there you go, little Ozzy Osbourne for your Halloween. Episodes of Golden Eighties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we love Aussies. We love to hear what you guys think of Ozzy. Just email us at the Golden Image Eighties at gmail dot com. Right. What is your favorite Ozzy album? Is it later? Is it some of the newer stuff? Or is it uh is it a little uh, no rest for the wicked? Or maybe uh uh no more tears. No mountain. Let's stick that on the end of that book in. God. Yeah. Bless America. We used to oh. change it up to no more beers. Yeah. <laughs> the cracking. Cracking. Hey, I got to go pee. I can't hold it no more. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to see how far I can drag it out because he's, he's been shimmying in this seat for a lot of while. You cannot let him have any more Mountain Dew. <laughs> Out the door he went. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Golden Eighties. We appreciate it. If you like us, uh, go check out the merch uh, at the Golden uh, Golden Mojo Ent dot com. You can find all of your Golden Eighties merchandise there. Go check it out. Order yourself a t shirt or a sweet ass hoodie. Also, uh, you know, check out everybody else in the Empire. That is the Call Guys Golden Image Podcast. United States of Paranormal, Indiana Chiefs fans, Murd Nerds, and a court of books and booze. That is the Empire. You can we're streaming everywhere. Go check us out. All right, guys. Until next week. <laughs> Hopefully Frankie's okay. I will see you later. Bye. <laughs>